Living with Midweek. Hello and welcome to Midweek Maidley, the spin-off of the nostalgic TV podcast Living with Maidley. My name is Andrew and as usual I'm joined by Liam. How are you going sir? Guten Tag. Guten Tag, well you should have said bonjour because we've just been watching the French haven't we? Yeah, fair point. Well made Jimbo. Fair point. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you should have uh, done that. We've got quite a bit to get through here so I'll get straight on to it. Uh, first Maidley news, a couple of people have tagged us in Liam. Uh, do you want to... Spill the beans on what he's been up to this week. Yeah, so the one I've got is LJD has sent us a it's a quote from Jar Jar, who's commented on Richard Maidley on Good Morning Britain, mm. um, whose quote was, I was talking to a private dentist last week who told me the NHS dentists are not trained to carry out extractions, which yeah. uh, he's put the uh, the meme of Sean Bean saying, of all the things that never happened, this never happened the most. Loads of people. It was trending again today. I saw Jonathan Pye say once again, Richard Maidley is trending for being Richard Maidley. There's there's a lot of Maidleyisms in there. He's, he's quite smug that he's got a private dentist, and he's assuming yeah. that the NHS can't do their job. With probably no evidence to back that up, I would think. Why why would they not be able to do an extraction? In I fact, think you're missing the, mo- I, the. I know for a sorry. fact people who have had teeth extracted on the NHS. So I have. Sorry, Rich. Yeah, I have. I, I know. I probably do pay, actually. I can't remember. I've not done it for ages. But yeah, yeah well, that's probably, yeah. But you're missing the biggest medalism, I think, which is, I was talking to a guy the other day. He always, he always has to get involved. Like, someone could be talking about anything, and he's been talking to someone that, who knows about that subject. I was talking to subject. a private dentist last week. I was talking to a, talking to a guy. could say anything, like, I mean, you know, a guy were in the moon. I was talking to a guy who went on the moon, actually, a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. With, I'll be honest. I mean, I know you... You're the chief Maidley man, but I've I've not looked into too much Maidley stuff this week. We've been glancing at the World Cup. We've had a fair bit of feedback mm. on the uh, the Peter Kay episode, and yeah. we also said we'd read out the feedback from the aliens, didn't we? So we've got that. Yeah, well. we'll leave that till the end. The aliens thing. Keep them mean. Keep them keen. No, what's that? What is it? Keep it. <laughs> keep keep it. mean. Keep. Treat him keen, keen. Keep him keen. Keep him keen. Keep him right keen. But we said we're going to uh, do a bit of the World Cup stuff in these midweek mainly midweek mainly episodes. Obviously, at the time of recording, there's only been three days. It feels like it's been on far longer already to me. Yeah, and although we are going to do a lot more with this, I've been working away and I've been. Mm. I, I haven't actually had a chance to watch as much so far as I would like. So, I've I've got something lined up for you though for the next midweek. By the way, I've got. I've realised that a pundit sounds exactly like somebody else, so I'm going to set up a little quiz for you, which is okay. Is it? Is can it you tell the difference? Yeah. I'm oh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, I've watched every game off this week, so I've watched every game so far, like a proper World Cup hipster. Um, actually, I think it's been an all right start. I mean, you, you know, obviously the thing hanging over the World Cup is it being in Qatar and everything that involves. And uh, I presume you did see Gianni Infantino, the FIFA president, uh, his ridiculously bad monologue uh, before the tournament started about today. I am gay today. I am. Yeah. Have you? (laughs) I know you've seen this because I've sent it here, but I don't know if you have a chance to watch it. Nigel Farage is taking this apart. Of all people, Nigel Farage is taking this. What he's done on his uh, GB News channel 
he just played the whole clip of this, basically, of, of his entire sort of press conference, and just yeah. sort of mumbling over it. I'm going to so play he's, like he's a very good at this. Uh, not yeah. the politics. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, living with Mayley absolutely does not stand for or against Nigel Farage, but but probably more against, I would say. Um, All I'm going to say is after this, I'm I'm thinking, can I hear more more from Farage? Well, he's good at stuff like this. That. What I love is how sort of delayed and how slow his responses are. But yeah, it's a good clip. Let's play it. I'll play about a minute of it here or something. I feel uh, Qatari. Sorry. Today I feel Arab. What is he all about? Today I feel African. Good Lord. Today I feel uh, gay. Is there anything this chap doesn't feel? Today I feel disabled. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Today I feel... uh, a migrant worker. He's lost the plot. I've heard yeah, him do this. I, I love it. Obviously, he knows what's coming, but it's, yeah. it's his acting. is like, oh, oh, God. Yeah, it, brilliant. He's pretending he's never heard it before. I've heard him. He did used to do this. And LBC, when he used to be on there, every now and again, I'd just come across it um, when he were on. And he'd do the same. He'd listen to a politician's, like, sort of, give it a, a press conference or something, and he'd, he'd be in the back of it, oh, no, oh, no, he said that? I don't believe it. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but on on uh, on Farage, um, did you see, the, obviously you've not seen much football, but Saudi Arabia played today, obviously. Uh, and they had a player called Al Farage, <laughs> which yeah. I'll laugh head off at. <laughs> I've seen one or two pick up, by the way, on the, uh, is it the Saudi player who's called Mustafa Name? Or is it Senegal? Uh, uh, Senegal, Mustafa Name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. Which I know, like, I've seen a few people People mention that, but you sent that to me probably at least a week ago. So I would say you were a pioneer on that one. Well, I, I, to be fair, I sent it Ben off Blagepod, and he said, "I can't believe you never heard that before." But I'd, I'd never had. They were All playing right. the England Iran game yesterday called uh, Poor Alguine, and I genuinely got to about eighty minutes before I realised I thought he was saying Paul Elgarane, like Paul, Paul Elgarane is his name. Sorry, or is it Alguine? What as if you felt sorry for him? I honestly, because England. Oh, <laughs> poor Elgarane. Obviously, they were running riot. So I thought he was saying, oh, poor Algarney. As if, like, he's getting the run around from Saka. <laughs> and about 80 minutes, I thought, oh, shit, that's his name. That's not, He's not actually saying poor Algarney. Yeah, I think he got booked quite early on. So I think he was, like, thinking, I can't be poor Algarney. Poor Algarney. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, didn't, so... I didn't get to watch that, as you know, because uh, I was working. I'd listened to first half and saw none of the second half or listened to it. So, so far, I'm a little bit out of the loop. But as I say... Got my quiz lined up. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. So, I'm got any uh, any hilarious bits in the commentary or anything so far? Like I say, I'm I'm not on top of it yet, so I'm relying on you for now. Disappointing JP today. I thought we all thought he were going to start. You know, when JP enters a World Cup, he's, he's normally confused about something. But today, he was actually sticking up for Qatar quite a lot. He was saying empty seats, but believe me, we see a lot of empty seats in the early rounds of the. Cup. I've done a lot since 1990, and there are always empty seats. In the, knock- in the green seats in Robot Wars, trust me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you were quite disappointed. Tilsley, I mean, you know, there might be some Welsh people listening here, and I, 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 I've got nothing against, you know, I've nothing against Wales or anything like that. You watch this game. How much were they bigging up Gareth Bale's penalty as if it were like sort of the the, the most like unbelievable achievement that any human has ever <laughs> has ever produced? Yeah, yeah. Well, you were. Uh, Sent me a good clip actually, but mm. 
uh, rather than playing it, I'll uh, I'll just I'll tell you what it said and make it worse. But yeah, yeah the, it was a question saying uh, how come Ricky Gervais keeps playing big parts in uh, in loads of these scripts. Uh, yeah. no, I've, I've already ruined it. How come Ricky Gervais keeps getting the big parts when he's not a very good actor? And then the clip was straight after the penalty. Gareth Bale jumps, and the commentator, commentator says he writes his own script. Yeah, but what are amazing? He goes, he goes, Gareth Bale. He scores when he wants. We done because he'd have won. No, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it's a penalty. And Maybe he only wanted to score one. It's a good penalty, right? It's a good penalty. Enjoy the penalty. But they were saying like, it goes like, oh, what an unbelievable story. Gareth Bale himself said. Uh, before the match, by the way, he said something like, oh, it were um, a fairy tale Hollywood script that we got through. They beat Ukraine. Imagine how shit of a script that would be. Like, the, the team at war getting beat in the knockout, like, qualified, couldn't even qualify for him because fucking Wales get there due to Gareth Bale. But, yeah, good luck to him, obviously. And uh, they've got uh, the Iranians next, and England were playing the United States of America. USA, my second team. I got stick for saying uh, Man United were my second team, so people might not be happy. But, yeah, USA are my it. second team. I love USAT. I always like him at World Cup. So I think it might be because one of my earliest memories was the 94 World Cup and some good kits and stuff flying around in that. And um, By the way, really... I, should, I should add there, my second team in the tournament, obviously it would be Ireland, but they're not there. Yeah, but they're not qualified anymore, are they? I saw an Ireland fan actually say um, England have got as much chance as Ireland as winning the, the, the World Cup, which is literally wrong, like technically wrong. Because yeah. You can't even have a bet on Ireland. But, yeah, um, yeah, USA, I do like USA. We were talk, I talked about this, actually, a couple of days ago, talking about your second and worst team. I've got a, a real irrational dislike for Brazil. I don't know why. I think they just insist upon themselves. I quite like him, I think, I think because of Alan Brazil. Possibly, yeah. I mean, they, that might have had him up front. <laughs> they had Fat Ronaldo, didn't they, at one point? So I think he'd do a job, wouldn't he? I think they'd probably get through the group with Alan Brazil up front, definitely. Well, I, think Alan Brazil Brazil. Score, I think Alan Brazil would score for France tonight, actually. Australia was shocking. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, France are another team that I just dislike, and I think that's because... I don't know. just because I think it's all the good teams, isn't it, you just don't like? Yeah, yeah, I know. I see what you're saying. But yeah, France deserved it. I ain't got any issues with that. Glad to see the Argies lose onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. I don't mind the allergies. Quite like I think if you're gonna cheat, cheat in like the most cheating way possible. I think none of this sort of behind the scenes cheating, just handball it, pick it up and throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, fair. That's fair. Um, fair. But should we go on to? We'll get back to what we what we do, what we do badly, and this is uh, obviously nostalgic TV. And we did that Peter K thing, and thanks so much for the uh, feedback for this. Probably the most we've ever had, I'd say. Yeah, probably. I mean, a lot of responses, loads of sort of Twitter interactions and, and mm. loads of sort of people viewing it on Twitter. Um, yeah, really good. Most people agreeing with our stance, which was genuinely sort of one of the best things. I think Travelling Bre- Traveling Blade said that... Travelling um, Bread. Travelling Bread. <laughs> Travelling Blade said that the Ice Cream Man Cometh episode stands alone as one of the best bits of TV sitcom. And I, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. I think it's certainly up there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I do agree. He also, he, he continued on that point, actually, um, Travelling Bread. Damsky responded to Travelling Blade saying he came here to post that, the single most incredible 30 minutes of television ever made. Uh, and Travelling Blade said it's one of the most rewatchable episodes, along with the quiz and training day of The Office and the Les Dennis episode of Extras. Yeah, three greats. It's absolutely superb shouts there from Travelling Bread. Um 
uh, Simon Richardson said it's one of the best episodes of anything. Um, and uh, Max Hill said he's looking forward to this. He said, uh, this and Phoenix Knights were absolutely superb before he disappeared up his own arse and just recycled the garlic bread gag constantly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he also referred to what we'd said about the cave falling out with his uh, writers as well, didn't he? And said mm-hmm. he failed to acknowledge him, uh, acknowledge him at the comedy award, which yeah, yeah, that, that must be kind of what I'm, I remember in it all sort of starting from. Paul Glacier Hernandez says um, that he had help writing Phoenix Knights, obviously, and then went alone with Max and Paddy and it showed. And I think that's true. And Jordan Patterson backs him up by saying, yeah, the drop in quality from Phoenix Knights to Max and Paddy is so sharp, it's sad. And I know you said you enjoyed bits of it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I found it watchable. I mean, it, it certainly doesn't have the all-time great feel of of sort of Phoenix Knights and even that PK thing that that are right up there. Max and Paddy was just a decent sitcom. That's that's what I thought anyway, just just decent. Yeah, yeah. Richard Kirbyshaw said the first one he ever saw was the pilot, uh, the services. And he says he still remembers it after God knows how many years and um, puts a, a quote, Bob Carroll Jesus on the other side. Um, we were going to do that, weren't we, the services? Because you've never seen that, had you? No, we thought about doing that one, but we didn't. Uh, it's something I'd probably watch away from the podcast because I liked the six episodes. But yeah, I don't remember anything about that one, so I'll probably watch that soon. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't remember it myself. But I, did, I remember watching it after. I certainly didn't watch it when it first came out, but I must have watched it late. It must have been re I saw something. the first 30 seconds when I was watching one of the other ones and it came up straight after. And it was Peter Kay dressed as a woman again, driving a car, doing that. That voice that he does when he often dresses up as a woman, and think you I hope you know what I mean by that. Yeah. So it's quietly, I'm not going to try and do it because I, despite thinking I can do lots of accents, I can't do that one. <laughs> kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, when Max was More talking honest. about, Matt uh, Max Hill was talking about, uh, fail, he, he failed to acknowledge his writers um, when he went up to the com- when he went up to the comedy awards, which we talked about obviously, um, and he said he made it all about him. So Spiky and Rave on pied him off. I love how he's called Dave Spiky by his actual name yeah. and Rave on <laughs> by his character. Imagine Rave on's like comedy awards audience human. <laughs> he's mullet. <laughs> absolutely fantastic shabba yeah, yeah shabba. um opinions only mine laughed at mm. to be fair i when i was editing it i thought this is mental this because you you say oh what's the word Re- reconciliate you, you've almost said say. reconciliation and i say yeah. oh reunion and you go yeah yeah <laughs> i think i just went along with it i just thought that'll do i couldn't get it i don't, I don't know i just couldn't get that word out Re- i can't say it now Reco- Re- what is it Reconciliation. Reconciliation. I'm weird with things like this. Certain words that I can't say um, that unless like they're repeated like immediately before. Like reconciliate. I've said it again there, but I do struggle. Um, and I've read that's a, a symptom of dyspraxia. So if you want to have a look at the disabled, you know, today I'm disabled. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. David Reaney has not seen any of that Peter K things yet. He puts in big letters though. Oh, was it? David Renew said he's worried about what we're going to read out from the alien feedback because he was... Yeah, we'll just hold that hold yeah. that talk. So I just want to read last comment on Peter K. I think it's Neil Peter, who said, in the DVD commentary, Peter K. explains a lot of the bullshit that Mark Parker was saying one of the other episodes that we covered. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, and he says some of it, uh, he's taking scene for scene and word, from, word for word from what Sting says on the South Bank show Sting documentary. We might have to cover this because it sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and that does. Apparently, he's wearing dungarees. <laughs> so I, I found some of the dialogue quite forced, as as I said at the mm. time. And 
it, it makes more sense to me if he was just sort of copying a lot of what Sting had said. So yeah, but I'd be intrigued to see that. Um, but yes. Before you move on to the alien really... stuff, by the way. Oh sorry. Uh, yeah. JT Lovell sent us a clip yeah. of Mr. Blobby, uh, an image of Mr. Blobby in a tank in the Wells Carnival. So yes. What he's yes. doing there, I have no idea, but Edmonds uh, will be involved, won't I? Edmonds will be involved. I saw someone today saying Edmonds were uh, <laughs> trek TV like the Wild West when he were on because he obviously he did so many stunts and stuff like when he did that fucking wild the late breakfast show. Obviously someone died, didn't he? In it, so. Yeah, and uh, also one more thing to read out. We had a Twitter message from uh, Peter who has recommended Hammer House of Horror, which mm. apparently I think was slightly before our time, but I think there will certainly be an overlap. It will have been on when we were young. So I don't know much about that one. We'll have a look and see what it is, but apparently genuinely scary that. So let's, uh, let's look into it. Yeah, we'll put it on the later base and uh, get to that. But yes... As David said, something along the lines, because we obviously mentioned last week about one of the people from the Aliens episode. Um, he said he thought, uh, someone had obviously got in touch. He said he thought he thinks it was him who doxed her. Um, and do you want to read out what and explain what happened with the alien? <laughs> yeah, the person who got, got in touch. Yeah, so we, we doubted, well, I'd, I'd say... Yeah, we, we, we don't believe any of them were abducted by aliens. And we said that. We mentioned that potential drink and drugs involved. Obviously, we, we're judging it based... This, this is a bit like the, the falling out with Daz Samson that we had. That yeah. We can only judge it on what we're seeing in this documentary. And she kind of explained... Chantel, this is, by the way. One of the, yeah, yeah. The, I'll, I'll read the message out. But she, this is Chantel, who was the uh, woman who portrayed in the documentary of every time she had chicken uh, is when the aliens came. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll read out the messages. So she's, she's sent us a message on Twitter. You're also quick to judge. We was all exploited on the TV, the editing manipulation of the footage. I don't drink. I don't take drugs. I know I've had these experiences. I don't care what you lot think. Same as I never said, I get abducted more while eating KFC. The film crew, the film crew tricked us. Film crew went out, bought KFC. They wanted me to say you get abducted more while eating KFC. I said, that's not true. I don't get abducted more while eating KFC. My experience happened before KFC meal footage was edited. My late hubby knew that and he can't defend me now. He passed away. So, yes. yeah, I, fair. It's, I don't think, you know, in some ways, you don't assume these people are actually going to hear it or be aware of it. So No, 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 no. Yeah, and I mean, I, obviously, well, well, wait, we never said she were a liar, and she has every right to say that we are being quick to judge. But we have every right to say that we're sceptical that it actually happened. I don't think there's any harm being done. I don't well, think no, but been... you know when? So obviously, we we mocked her hair and we said maybe drinking drugs involved and yeah, but stuff just, like that. Honest, I did listen back to the. I don't know how long to do this, but I did listen back to the episode and see what we said. And you didn't say. You said you did actually say you can't say that this. You you were trying to look for reasons to why they thought this may be happening. Yeah. I don't think you ever accused her of taking drugs and drink or anything like that. Um, no. but, as, as I mean, I said, we... to be fair, though, what, what I because I thought, is this, the, is this the real person? So I looked to see if she's got a Facebook page. I think it is. I think it's a real person. And one mm. of the images she's got on her Facebook profile says they will never believe you until it happens to them. And unfortunately, yeah, I couldn't, right. that, it couldn't be more true. I, I if she can prove it. this happened, I will all man's up and say, yeah, you're right. But until then... I'll remain sceptical. I think if someone told you they've had over 1,000 encounters with aliens... and well, then what if not... they could abduct us 
We could do a living with Maidley live from the mothership. Absolutely love to do that. With Chantel? Yeah. That'd be Why incredible. Not? I just think if someone said that they've had over 1,000 encounters with aliens and they've got no proof to back it up, you have every right to... But, but the problem is, she doesn't... She believes it, so she doesn't think she needs proof. And it's proof. fine. And, and I'm not saying... Yeah, that's lying. fine. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying... I don't think she's lying. I just can't accept that, so... No, because if you accepted it, you'd be... You'd be accepting that the entire fabric of the world, as you know it, is wrong. Well, there's so, a good, as you know, I love the old Ricky Gervais XFM shows, and Carl yeah. Pilkett says to Ricky Gervais something like, um, "But what would you do if you found out ghosts exist?" And he says, "Well, I can't really answer that, Carl, because it would it, it would undermine my view of reality." He said, "It's like telling me what would you do if you found out two and two doesn't equal four." He said, "I, I can't I can't process that," and unfortunately, that's how I feel about this. I, I cannot. My head does not process the fact that aliens are taking people at night. I, 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 maybe they are, but I, I kind of can't allow that to make sense in my head. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think there's any evidence for it. I've not seen any evidence for it, and without any evidence, I can only judge it to be. I can only judge in a skeptical manner. But I've got nothing against her, and I don't think she's doing any harm. Um, and if she, and I don't think she's a liar. So it must be, yeah, it must be really difficult when people are saying whatever you think. But yeah, like I said, it's not the. Nonsense. Built up with Daz, I had a wander around the streets and a chat to him. That was that was yeah, genuinely yeah. interesting. I think this is just someone who. Always I, I mean, what I will say though is, she says, I, I didn't say I get abducted more than KFC. Well, she did. You know, I, I can't yeah. say she wasn't kind of tricked into stuff, saying yeah. that, or the footage wasn't edited. But she does say it does seem to happen more when I'm eating KFC or any kind it's of like chicken. That, that Samson said to you, do you honestly think that I'm? Uh, I think I'm as good as Paul McCartney. And you said no, but that's what you said in the documentary. You know, you, you know what I mean? We are reviewing the documentary. We're not reviewing these people as people. We're just yeah. reviewing that. So, so we, we do accept trip. that in, in a documentary that, that Chantelle herself says wasn't done very well, it was manipulated, that it doesn't put her in the best light. So that's Which what it we did, Which it did, because the music and everything in the background, the way they portray, I mean, I'm sure there were bits that they cut out where Miles didn't seem like some sort of bizarre scientist, you know, who's inventing his own, making his own inventions or whatever. And I'm sure there's bits where they were saying normal things and and things that, I don't know, maybe a more, a less out there, but that's not what TV and documentary makers want. And I understand why they don't want that, but I understand why they feel manipulated. But I also think if you are going on national TV, which we obviously were channel four, and saying that you've, you know, you've, you've, you've been taken by aliens, then people are going to judge you for that because it's such a bizarre <laughs> thing to say. I but, to, I've zoned out of everything you said in the last minute. I've, I've just heard you talking. And I haven't got a clue <laughs> what you're talking about. So, so you've got aliens, haven't you? The aliens have come for you. Yeah. No, sorry. I just completely lost you what you were saying then. I don't um, know what I was saying. What I was saying basically is... If I don't say it again. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. If you go to national TV, and if you if you you've got to go to Leeds and get you say that about things like a man like him, <laughs> a man like Stuart Pierce. You say that about a man like Chantel, like a uh, man like Stuart Pierce. <laughs> no, if you go to TV and you say like you know you've had counters with aliens, people are going to skeptically judge you because it's not. Yeah, well, let's drop to. all this now. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's a good uh, a good throwback there to bring us back in some kind of sane chat. So. <laughs> We've mentioned Stuart Pierce. He's actually the guy. He's the pundit that I think sounds just like somebody else. So oh. I'm going to set up 
Stuart Pearce or the other guy quiz for next week for you. Interesting, interesting. I'm going to try and think who you think it sounds like. He's caught me guy, yeah, isn't he? I don't know if it's going to be that obvious, but if anybody listening wants to, to guess who they think it might be. I heard Stuart Pearce talking this morning. And I thought, God, that sounds exactly like the person I'm thinking of that I'm not going to yeah. say. So, yeah, that's the quiz I'm lining up. What are we doing for the next episode at the weekend? Uh, we are doing another thing that was this was last last series we got um, recommended this and it's something that I've wanted to do for a while but it's it's an hour and a half so we've uh, sort of put it off for a while but we're gonna we're gonna take the plunge I'm on holiday you're always busy anyway so there's no point uh, you know we, we need to do it sometimes and it's the Smash It's Paul Winners Party from 1993. Do you I remember the Smash- by Nav I think Nav Deep uh, sorry yeah. Uh, recommended this and i've not looked at it not to any of it might be shit i'm going we're, we're putting our podcast in the hands of navdeep here um but at the worst case scenario we'll just do shit missing mainly again for all the acts that are on yeah that i should want to speak fun. to you about that i'm wondering because it's world cup can we think of three players that sound a bit like shit miss and madely maybe madely needs to stay but shit and miss shit miss shit and miss snit slit no there's no slits is there schmidt Schmidt. Is there a Schmidt? I Miss? don't know. We'll look into it. We'll, we'll do this off air. This, this doesn't need to be on the, the, the Matt live Mitty's recording. Here. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, Mitty, um, no, no, because he's not, he's not there, is he? Yeah, all right. So that's next episode. Thanks for bearing with us through some of that nonsense. Mm. Um, we will be back at the weekend with Smash Hits. Which year is it? 1993. Smash It's all on YouTube if people want to go through it. 1993, Smash Hits. And uh, yeah, join us then. Thank you very much, Liam. Uh, it's quite late, so I think we, you know, if we rambled on, I've had a Horlicks, so. Good Lord. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything, find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1, or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living with